Okay, so it's the 10th of August, uh, day 712 of lockdown. Day 712 of lockdown, that's what I tried to say there. But I mumbled it completely because I've got a mush mouth. A mush mouth. My brother's partner refers to it as Ayrshire mush mouth. That's the county, the county that I'm from. Because uh, my, my, my father and both my brothers also struggle with that. Um, <coughs> Hello, Ed. God. Big weekend. Uh, I've watched watched some good stuff. Watched Umbrella Academy. I'll talk about that at some point. Needless to say, they made it gay. Good, those good. They're not girls. That's good. They're not girls. I've uh, been watching and listening. We're listening to rather a lot of comedy albums and stuff. So I'll probably talk about that at some point. But I think the first thing I want to talk about this week is uh, something really nice. Um, I got I got a haircut. On uh, on Saturday, um, a friend of mine uh, who lives alone, or sort of, we decided to so- to socially bubble, as they say, uh, so that she could she could do my hair, which is just very lovely of her, uh, and also just gives me a chance to talk about haircuts for a minute. Um, I uh, have had a complicated relationship with my hair over my life. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this. We're officially at the point, 712 days into lockdown, where I don't remember uh, what I've said and what I haven't. <laughs> but um, one of the big things that came up for me when I was discussing with like um, my gender therapist and various other people about transition was to do with hair, weirdly. Or not, not weirdly. Stop attributing weirdness to things that actually make sense, Mara. Um... Because I have... There's a thing that... Okay, this is going to sound weird to people. It always does. Uh, So let's just get into it. When I was younger, I have a distinctive memory of screaming. Or screaming at one point and then extreme discomfort every time after that whenever I got my hair cut. Like, I have memories of it feeling like part of my self was being cut away to the point where I felt like it hurt like I felt it I felt it as pain Um, and I was talking to a friend about this a a few years ago I was like I remember when you were younger and you didn't understand that um, hair grew back and didn't have like nerve endings in it and stuff so you like really freaked out and screamed in pain when you got your hair cut and how traumatic an event it was to get go for a haircut, and how you you would put it off for as long as possible for your entire childhood, and just let it grow long. And the person I was talking to was like, "No, no, I I never felt that. I'd never had a problem with it." And I was like, "Huh?" So I brought it up with other friends. These are male friends I've been bringing it up with, um, and all of them were like. We have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then when I brought that story up to a gender therapist, he went, well, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Not that there's anything inherently um, feminine, a lot about long hair, or incredibly inherently masculine about short hair. It's just societally that's how it's shown, and that's clearly how I was processing it as he 
as a child, I was like going, oh, I like having long, yeah, essentially, I like having long hair, <laughs> right? Uh, regardless of like regardless of gender and stuff I like having long hair also I also somehow deeply within me attribute long hair to gender that's clearly a thing that I do uh, like to my own personal sense of gender like obviously if I see a woman with short hair on the street I don't assume that she is a, I don't assume she is secretly a man because uh, I'm not an asshole, um, um, you know, and uh, I've just always wanted long hair, and I've always wanted, like, long, long women's hair, which makes sense, um, so, one of the first things that I did when I realised I wanted to transition was let my hair grow out, uh, I've still only had the occasional trim, sort of thing, like, like this Saturday, uh, you know, just to tidy up the the damage, get rid of some split ends, you know, that kind of thing, uh, and stop it from being too unruly. Uh, but also, a huge thing I knew I wanted to do before I transitioned, and in fact, the the thing I did the day I transitioned was get my hair dyed. Uh, I dyed my hair red, or rather, someone I knew dyed my hair red. Um, yeah, and that's the thing I've talked about before, about... Um, friendship I had that sadly ended uh, that makes it sound very passive it wasn't, it was an active thing from both of us well, I don't know from me certainly unsure on the other side, anyway uh, so there was someone who dyed my hair for a bit and now I'm no longer friends with them uh, and then somebody else dyed my hair which was great uh, but they have like they have a partner and uh, other other stuff and some socially bubbling is nothing. So then my, this other friend, yeah, this is what I'm getting to, uh, offered it, and I was like, because <sighs> at first I just asked her if she knew of a hairdresser, and she was like, uh, I know some, I know a hairdresser, I could talk about things, and then she was like, actually, I could do it. Uh, so she did, and now my hair is very red again because my roots were getting ridiculous. It was like five inches of roots because uh, I hadn't. Because I got my hair dyed in early to mid-February. Um, and then lockdown came in in March. Um, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so it had been a long time since I got my hair properly dyed. And it looks great. I really enjoy it. <laughs> I really like it. It just makes me feel happy, very happy. Um, like, <laughs> I like my hair... That's a thing I didn't used to be able to say. There was a point where I had like my head like basically, I would get a one all over because that's how little I cared about my, he- my hair, or how little or how much I was willing to transfer any care of my hair away from myself. You know, to like suppress care of my hair. That's like not not transfer. Uh, but and I've uh, I've got a head a very weirdly shaped football head. So and not like hey Arnold had a shape. A, f- a football head because he's got an American football head. I have a, a, a proper football head, like a, a, a soccer ball, um, with all the weird bumps that that implies. Um, so I like it, is what I'm saying. And as for someone who spent like 31 years 
of her life not liking how she looks at all liking how my hair looks is a huge deal to me like a huge deal and something I still sort of forget how huge a deal it is so then when somebody's like oh yeah I help you and it's like and it comes out looking great I'm like look at this amazing gift you have given me um, <laughs> but yeah it's really nice Oh, one of the other things that comes out of uh, socially bubbling with someone is that you, you can, you can like, hug them. And that's something that's interesting. My relationship with hugs is odd. Um, again, like, my relationship with a lot of things is odd. I have uh, complicated feelings about the world. <laughs> like, I love hugs, but I think I'm terrible at them. <laughs> uh, I've been told I'm not. Um, but my brain is just like, oh yeah, you're you're making this person feel uncomfortable, uh, you're or you're actively hurting them. That's the thing that I thought, which is uh, incorrect. Uh, people would tell me. Um, but yeah, I I'm a very huggy person, and yet like I've talked before about my the period of my life where I was not very not very friendful. I said I, didn't, I was not very full of friends. Uh, my parents were always uh, you know were always. Like, I didn't have parents who were emo- emotionally distant and non-tactile, which is, you know, a parent... I, I'm aware that people have parents who don't hug them. My parents hugged me when I was younger. Uh, they still do uh, when I see them, you know? Um, and I'm... I'm someone who... I like to hug someone who is a friend of mine. Um, <laughs> it's a big deal for me as well. So, like, when I'm like, hey... Do we hug goodbye? Uh, that's a question that I will ask a lot. And I mean, I'm obviously, 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 I'm asking for consensual hugs here. I'm not attack hugging anyone. That's not my 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 way, my style. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like like it's a it can be a big moment in a friendship when you're like yeah. Yes, you can hug me. And I'm like, that's good. And also there's some people who just don't like me hugged. And I 100% understand that. 100%. I am not one of those people. But I 100% understand those people. Uh, some people have real issues with uh, that kind of contact. And you've got to respect those boundaries. Right? In the same way that you respect, like... Oh, if someone's like, oh, I don't like this topic of conversation coming up. You don't bring it up. You know, like... Boundaries and consent are super important, guys. Oh my gosh, I, I like you shouldn't. I hope this isn't the first time you've heard this. <laughs> like on this audio log, going, wait a second, you're meant to ask, you're meant to ask for consent before hugs. I hope that everyone is aware of that fact. Uh, but no, I do love them, and it's just really nice. I because. Uh, I, uh, I was talking to another friend of mine who, and I was just talking, and I was like, yeah, you were the last person I hugged before quarantine, because my flatmate and I don't hug, uh, which is fine, uh, you know, but uh, me and his friend, and she was like, oh, wow, and I was like, yeah, I realised that wasn't quite correct, because I have hugged my two-year-old niece, but that's different. Uh, hugging an adult is different. Uh, two-year-olds don't really understand how hugging works. They just sort of charge at you with their arms out. <laughs> um, and, like, attack you. Like, that's a thing. Um, that's different. But, yeah. So, it's really nice to just hug someone. Uh, just a casual hug goodbye. It's really nice, you know? 
And that's one thing that I think, like little things I hadn't really thought about, that the that being on lockdown and being in a pandemic, going through a global traumatic event, as I keep pointing out, uh, I hadn't really thought about. It's just the just that sheer, just that like that slight difference and. You think about it when you see people now. Like when I go and see people, like I have the group, like there's five of us sitting in the grass, which has happened on multiple occasions. Where uh, thank God the weather's been good. Uh, where we'll say goodbye, we'll be like, okay, bye, bye then, and sort of like hug the air, <laughs> or uh, just sort of give this weird sort of like like hook hook an arm around the spa- the air in front of us. <laughs> it's a very strange position for me to be in as someone who is quite a tactile, quite a huggy person. Uh so yeah, that was nice. Um just generally I think the mo- I'm having more and more weekends and more and more like uh weekdays. Just more and more days, let's call them days, that's what they're called. Where things feel almost normal, you know? Like when I went to visit my my uh, my brother and my niece, that was nice. Uh, like these meetings in a park, you know, they're becoming the new normal, and they feel positive. Like it's like, oh yeah, this is a thing you can do. I know that some people are going to like pubs now, uh, socially distancing in these pubs, like sitting apart, not going to the bar to get like going like queuing in the bar in a specific way. Uh, I hear there's one place, I can't remember what it is, that has its key for its bathroom just literally in a a big sort of jar of, like, detergent. <laughs> so there's no no way that that's going. But the idea being, there's no way that there's anything going on that. I don't know, I've just been feeling better. Which is, you know... A good thing, right? <laughs> like again, I hope you don't need me to tell you that. Like oh, this is the first time you're hearing that that hey, feeling happy is a good thing. I'm like someone's listening to this going, What? But I've been feeling depressed my whole life and thinking it was the norm. I'm like, Yeah, me me too, bro, me too. <laughs> um but yeah, it's just been a nice weekend. A nice weekend and I like my hair. Uh so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Stay safe. Uh, stay happy stay well uh, stay informed and educated about the stuff in the world stay alive uh, and, and by that I mean like not just surviving but like actively living it's something that I've been failing to do a little bit so it's nice to get there <laughs> and uh if you uh, and if you this is where I insert joke here uh, <laughs> essentially, I think that's the second time in a row that I've ended by just not doing that bit uh, for an improviser I get into patterns very very quickly cool um, my name is Mara Joy thank you very much and goodbye